I turned my gain down because I think I've been blowing my mic out lately, but I'll try and really lean in here during the up. You've been emoting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's been the problem. Weekly, your weekly show about the biggest stories and trains and nerd and nerdy news. I'm your host, Riley Trainhan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Deepak Chit Train. Wow. Aren't you a conductor today? Fed trainer. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> and my and my baby brother Jackson Trainhan. I'm so honored to be a part of this of the Trainhan clan. Chugga chugga choo choo. We're here to talk about the biggest trains in movies in honor of Bullet Train. Zoom zoom. Yeah. I feel like we're getting off track here. <laughs> we, are, we are, Fred, fair enough. We are getting off track a little bit. Deepak, you and I saw Bullet Train over the weekend. It was a movie. Yeah, it, it, it exists. There are people in it. They do things, and it takes a while. And, uh,. Thankfully, I had Riley there, kind of elbowing me every few minutes, because otherwise, I don't, uh, I don't think. No, I there were de- there were definitely a few times when I looked over at Deepak and said, "Hey, wake up, movie's still going." <laughs> um, but but in honor of Bullet Train, whether you love it, hate it, or are just objectively mad on it, and you can you can see more about being objectively mad on it on my review of the movie. NIHF.com. We are here to celebrate our favorite trains in the movie universes. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a couple of quick minutes off the top here to talk about our favorite trains in movies, our Mount Trainmore, and then we're going to talk about our favorite movies with trains, two distinct and obviously different conversations. We'll take the bulk of the program to debate which movie with a train is the best movie with a train and then we will leave it up to you our lovely audience to vote for who had the best movie with a train nahf.com the page with this very episode is going to have the poll we used to have to depend on social media and twitter and whatnot no longer nahf.com slash movie train movie hyphen train that's going to get you where you need to go to vote for the best train movie but before we get to that we're going to start by talking about our mount rush train is that where we landed on mount rush train he's just at least a train more. yeah i like mount, mount train more train more is good i'm fine with mount train more fred why don't you kick us off with a couple of nominees for mount train more we'll all buzz through a couple we'll land on a final four and then we'll get into our movie picks right yeah so obviously i just start this off with a little engine that could um mm. absolutely inspiring tale and that that little engine just it he could really do it right like so you can't have a list without that train so that's why i had her um follow up next was the polar express i don't know if any trains in this list will ever have as good of customer service as that particular train just absolute flawless <laughs> and on time um if any other train can be as on time as that train I want you guys to tell me, and I'm going to call you a liar. Uh, Third up is the armor train from Goldeneye. Uh, Just a solid hunk of steel right through a tank. Got a helicopter on it. James Bond needs to use a laser to break out. It's great. It's it's golden. It's the perfect train level in a video game. (laughs) And finally, the train from Unstoppable, a 2010 movie uh, with uh, Denzel Washington's in it and Chris Pine. Um, and that's just a big honker of a train, right? Just real big Chrysler building of a train. 
a missile the size of the Chrysler building. Just big. <laughs> and, you know, if, if we're going girth, this is this train's got it. This train's moving. It's grooving. It's not stopping. Um, hence the name. Riley, you got to go next because he said girth. I was going to say my mount train more if I can get in here real quick. I've got the Hogwarts Express. A sexy, big old red locomotive. Hey, yo. Pull in. I, I, too, had the Hogwarts Express on my list. Thank you, Jack. That's two votes. Appreciate it. Uh, Big old red locomotive pulling just just cart after cart of young magic school kid. Followed by the North by Northwest sex train. You know how at the end of that movie they decide to have sex and it's represented by a train going into the tunnel? Do they go next to each other on the mountain? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, they do. And then the third one is Thomas the Tank Engine. Okay. Mm. Oh right, my god, I also had Thomas. We're so in sync. Jack, we're, we're synced up, man. And then my <laughs> fourth one is the time-traveling train from Back to the Future Part 3. Oh. The train that gets the flux capacitor put into it, and yeah. it helps Doc and uh, and McFly get back from the past. I'll, I'll, That's my I'll give you that one and Thomas. I think I've got some real issues with the other two, but but we, okay, yeah, we'll we'll sort out the <laughs> final mount train more after we hear everybody's weigh-ins. Uh, Jack, I feel like you were you were begging to get into this conversation. Why don't you go next? Well, the the only train that I had that I don't think has been accounted for already uh, was the train that um the buster keaton sits on and is depressed god i might have to go with the buster keaton train (laughs) i really like that one yeah what were your other three that have already been mentioned i only had three i i I only had that thomas and hogwarts i didn't come up with a fourth unfortunately he doesn't recognize teddy as a much more yeah yeah fair enough all right deepak what are your what are your four on mount train more all right so my fourth one's actually from a tv show there's an episode of rick and morty where they're on a train that's like super meta oh yeah and they're like going through all the different cars and they're trying to like rewrite what the story is going to be the whole time that's a cool one i like that Okay. Um, and Fred had an animated one, so I'm going to get away with it. Uh, my third train is the one from Solo, where they're heisting the coaxium, and then yeah, Memphis yeah. shows up, and there's a whole big scene. It's a good and train. The alien that John Favreau voices dies, and then the mountain blows up. It's really cool. Well, you, uh, you you did send me this picture, and you and I quickly went back and forth on whether or not I could include the train that brought Maddie Ross into the story in True Grit. <laughs> there were so many, like, the train's only there for a second, but it's, like, so important what the train does yeah. in that one moment. And I was like, yeah, you could probably. It's such a beautiful yeah. train, too, because it's Roger Deakins. Yeah. Um, my second one is, like, year old Fred inspired train, me but... to add a Bond train. Um, and there's a train in You Only Live Twice, which is Tiger Tanaka's train. That He's the head of the Japanese Secret Service. And he has this private train that's all decked out with, like, a sake bar and everything. Mm. And there's, like, a really funny joke where he's like, oh, I'm sure your M in Britain must have the same level of transport. And Bond's like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And then my favorite train is from an Indian movie called Dilse. Uh, there's, like, a huge opening number that they do called Chaya Chaya. If you guys have ever seen the movie Inside Man, it's the song that plays on the opening credits of Inside Man. Mm. Uh, and that song, there's, like, a big big huge dance number that they do on a train while it's moving like over these precipitously high bridges and things like that it's so cool um those are those are my four that sounds amazing i feel like that's got to get in yeah if i can nominate one obviously it's my number one so that's the one i would (laughs) push forward into the table for inclusion and okay if i could pick one from my four i think i would go for I think I w- I'm going to put the pressure on Jack, and I'm going to say that I will nominate the North by Northwest sex train. Do it, Jack. Oh, which one do you Especially pick? for Mount Rushmore, right? Doesn't that make more yeah, sense? Yeah, right, exactly. A movie that the scene before it is fighting on Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Matt, I think if I can only get one, I'll, I'll have to go with the, the, the Hogwarts, which I know Fred will the Hogwarts Express. have grievance with. Yeah. I feel like Fred? if we're going to get a kid appeal, we should go more broad. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Fred, what's going to be our kids, what's going to be our Washington on our Mount Trainmore? It's got to be Polar Express. It's too reliable. I think that's fair. It's, it's, I think that's yeah, fair. It's just damn. I wanted the missile the size of the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> didn't we? Didn't we all? All right. So there you go. There's our Mount Trainmore. We have. Wait, Dvac. What was yours again? Uh, the Indian train. Chaya yeah, Chaya. No. Chaya Chaya. Yeah. All right. So we have 
the Polar Express, the Hogwarts Express, the North by Northwest Sex Train, and Chaya Chaya. And now... Choose your fighter. (laughs) For our favorite train movie. This week, we're going to start with Deepak's train movie, which is... Uh, so I qualified this by saying, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it is a very good and important train movie. It's literally just called The Train. It's a black and white movie by John Frankenheimer. He's the guy who directed like The Manchurian Candidate. Uh, he directed Ronin in 1996, I believe, with that really cool car chase. Um, and obviously he has a thing for vehicles because this is The Train. Uh, it stars Burt Lancaster as a French resistance fighter who is forced to work in a train yard uh, for the Nazis during the waning days of World War II. They know that the war is about to end, um, and they're just kind of waiting the Nazis out. But the Nazis still have power. It's just a matter of time before they realize that the troops are overcome. And the Nazi uh, head of the Nazi guys at the uh, camp that they're at, the train yard, is played by Paul Schofield from... Uh, man for all seasons and the crucible and he's a great actor um he's very into french art though and the movie starts with him essentially liquidating a very famous parisian museum of their uh works of art some of which are considered controversial or antithetical to nazi beliefs because they depict you know african americans or africans rather whoever it may be um and he wants to take those artwork that artwork and put it on a train and send it back to Germany because he thinks that those artwork, because they're so important and they're so valuable, it can be turned into money for the Third Reich and the Third Reich can help to maybe, you know, uh, boost up and reinforce its uh, forces and maybe the war wouldn't end. Of course, the Nazi officers that he com- he reports to don't believe that necessarily. They're more worried about like things like bullets and guns and so on. Uh, but he's able to get a train to be sent, and Burt Lancaster is in charge of getting that train there, but he and his friends in the French Resistance are trying to run out the clock on the Germans because they know the war is about to end. So it's about how do they sabotage the Nazi plan for the train while not getting themselves killed by you know, openly sabotaging the Nazi plans for the train. So... That's the general premise of it. It gets a little repetitive because it's like you can only fool these guys so many times before you just kind of roll your eyes and go, you just these, they're not doing what you want them to do. You have to kill them. Um, but it ends really well. And any time that they really focus on like the mechanics of how the trains work and what they have to do to like switch the tracks or get the signals going and how many people are involved in moving this enormous hunk of steel, um, those parts are really, really cool. And it's black and white. It looks great. Um, yeah, it's not a great movie, but it's a really good one. And I'm sorry, I got so excited that we were doing another debate episode that I failed to mention the parameters of our debate. So everyone is going to get a chance to give a quick synopsis of their movie, and then we will dive into the full-on tete-a-tete of trying to ferret out each other's strengths and weaknesses before we will leave it to you, our lovely audience, to vote on our poll, nihf.com slash, what do we decide? Best train? Train movie? Train best. Train hyphen <laughs> best, right. The obvious and logical sequence of those words. Right. Uh, and you can vote for who had the best train. So so that's Deepak's opening description of his train movie. Fred, why don't you give us a quick synopsis of yours next up? Uh, yeah, so I picked Murder on the Orient Express. Um, is a fantastic train movie. I'm just going to start that right there. It's a Hercule Poirot, you know, Agatha Christie kind of a mystery. Um, as for, and Fred, you went with the more recent one, yeah? I did not. No, that most recent was Death on the Nile. Oh, well, sorry. No, but... Yeah, uh, the, the most uh, recent the remake. Murder on the Orient Express, yes. Yes, indeed, yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it is a remake. Um, yeah, as far as cast goes, it's easier to say who's not in this movie than who is. Um Honestly, Kenneth Brada is the Hercule Poirot. You've got Johnny Depp, Daisy Ridley, Michelle Pfeiffer, Judy Dench is in it, uh, Josh Gad's in it, Willem Dafoe's in it, Leslie Odom Jr.'s in it. It's a lot of people are in this movie, and they're all very, very good. Um, essentially, you know, Hercule Poirot is a detective. He is super smart and very observant, and he's on his friend's train, the Orient Express. They're going about their business, and somebody dies. And he used to figure out who did it. Um, it's very simple, 
It's just a murder mystery, and I think those are probably one of the most underrated genres of film. I love murder mysteries. I can't get enough of them, and this is a good one. A very solid opening argument. Who can resist a murder mystery on a train? That's the most closed door that your closed door murder mystery can get. They're all right, yeah, on the train. I, I mean, look, if we want to get into open arguments, I could start making them. But I really think the train no, is. No, no. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'm just saying I, 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 I respect it. Jack, you want to run us through your train movie? Oh, yeah. All right. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> cough, cough. <laughs> so so I went with the Darjeeling Limited, uh, which is a Wes Anderson movie from 2007 um it stars uh uh owen wilson adrian brody and someone else who i can't remember right now hold on Uh, thank you jason schwartzman uh as three brothers who are going on a sort of uh spiritual uh journey of of finding themselves uh or so they think through uh india on this train, the titular train. Uh, most of the movie takes place on a train. Well, that might not be fair. Most of the beginning of the movie takes place on this train. Um, and focuses on these three brothers as they sort of, they, they haven't seen each other for over a year. Uh, then their father dies and that sort of brings the three of them together and they're, they're figuring out more about each other and reconnecting. Uh, over over their time together. That's the gist. Um, there are twists and turns, obviously, and the whole thing is, is stylized as you might expect, which we might get into more, but I don't want to spoil too much. <clears throat> Very awkwardly, I will go after my brother having offered up the Darjeeling Limited as a movie <laughs> people may want to watch, and I think <laughs> we can all agree... I don't agree. know why you think that this is a... a no, 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 no. Subtle message. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's good. You you like the movie about the dysfunctional train brothers? I got it. I got it. I'm, One of the brothers is named Jack. <laughs> I am going to offer up three ten to Yuma. Again, the remake. Uh, it is, in my opinion, an incredible movie. Uh, it is directed by James Mangold and was nominated for Best Picture that year. So it was. No, it wasn't. Hold on. Let's get into the 310 to Yuma award business. What was it nominated for? I'm not sure. It might have been sound editing and score or something. It got and it got more than that. No. Trek it. I'm on it right now. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Bum, 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 bum. Reception? Is that what it's under? Awards. On IMDb? Or on Wikipedia? Awards. No, I'm on Wiki. Yeah. Aha. Uh, received two, oh, oh, oh. two Academy Award nominations. <laughs> what was it? What were they? Red. Score, <laughs> sound mixing, and score. Sound okay. mixing. Just coming out the gate with lies, Riley. My God, I thought I remembered it being a big player, but maybe it is a really, lead. really, really good score. To be fair, okay. Yeah, I mean, Murder in the <laughs> Express won a perspective. It's not a great it was, start. <laughs> it was a score that should have won Best Picture. Um, wow. <laughs> I am picking Three Ten to Yuma, uh, the 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 remake as well which was nominated for two Academy Awards, one for uh, original score and one for sound mixing. It is, in my opinion, the better of the two movies. I know there is actually a pretty prominent like discourse online about whether the remake or the original is better. Um, both of the movies are functionally about the code that these two central men hold, one of them a veteran of the Civil War who is kind of grappling with his legacy and how his children will remember him and the respect his wife gives him and all all of that sort of kind Mm -hmm. of standard Western fare. Uh, And the other being the the main criminal who is being carted off to the 310 to Yuma to hang and how these two men kind of interact with each other and and how they recognize each other for their moral codes etc the modern version of the movie in my opinion and again everybody else has kind of dangled off their spoilers so I will do the same but um, I think 
I think it grapples more intimately with the moral codes of these men and talks more about how they intersect than than the original does. I think the original is a little cutesy with it. But either way, I think, you know, I think my main argument is going to be centered around the idea that my movie is about making a train. And when you think of a train, don't you think about the worry you have about whether or not you're going to be there on time to get on the train? And I think that's what 310 to Yuma is all about. So as we as we go into the bulk of this conversation, I'd like you to remember which movie is representing your just abject, so, abject worry to not make your train. Riley, I'm going to stop you right the there. I'm a, I'm a dad, so I get to all of my travel areas like four hours ahead of time. Uh, yeah, but why do you do that? It's because you're worried about not making your train. No, you just in case, right? Because what if security? No, thank you. Hey, Riley, hey. you didn't let him finish. He gets there four hours early just in on case his own. You missed your train. He doesn't bring the rest of the family. <laughs> oh, well. That's their problem. Oh, that's interesting. Go home. All right, now it's time for our kind of back and forth part of the podcast. We can we can kind of take some time to illuminate strengths and weaknesses that each other have, try and influence our voters. I'll go ahead and start us off just, you know, because why not? Okay. Mm. Deepak. You are the host. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> Loving this energy already. Your movies suck. Uh, everybody else has a movie that's got a pretty specific train in it. Mm-hmm. And you're Should arguing you? that the train is not specific enough? No. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's, what I, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, does the train have a name? What? Which yeah. train what, Which exactly? Which train? Thank you, Jack. Which train? That's my question. The train with the paintings. If you were there, you'd know. <laughs> Look, my, my movie is actually about something, all right? It's, it's World oh, War II, whoa. all right? It's about wow. it's about heroes and real Incredibly villains. harsh. You know, there's still Nazis out there today. We didn't get all of them, unfortunately, like 80 years ago. Yeah, they got on the train. But the, well, they, yeah, the pro, you know, that's... Okay, no, 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 sorry. Kill a lot of I'm going to go ahead and right now just decide that we're not going to say Nazis and trains in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to train. <laughs> it's going to be way too much for me to edit. If that's going to be a thing we do. Yeah, but uh, I, I look, Darjeeling Limited, it's all touchy-feely with brothers and shit, whatever. Cool. Murder on the Orient Express, it's just a silly that's French true. guy solving who killed Johnny Depp like anyone really cares. We know it was Touchy-feely with nine. We know He's it was not French. No, see. And 310 to Yuma is fine, but it's based on a movie that already exists, so like, who Hold cares? on, wait, whatever. wait, wait. Actually, can we put can we put the, the weird contemporary goof of his side and... Do you remember that moment in time? This no. is what was happening. Johnny Depp was the murder victim of Murder on the Orient Express. Mm-hmm. He was also yeah. in approximately, eh, give or take, 27 seconds of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. The first That's one, yeah. generous, but yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, right, Eric. No, but that's what I'm saying. This is all in the same year. <laughs> yeah. And he was in that photoshopped dark universe picture where he was supposedly playing the invisible man mm-hmm. it was the year of how can we have johnny depp without having johnny depp and it is <laughs> it is kind of weird to think about now post all the trial and everything but that is exactly what that moment in time was right was because of every single hollywood actor on the face of the planet johnny depp probably has the m- most undeniable clout worldwide so people still wanted him, mm-hmm. but they were also aware of his at-home toxicity. So they were kind of trying to distance themselves from him. And the result was these three movies that all came out in one year that all kind of had him in it without having him in it. Yeah, I will say Murder on the Express had more mm-hmm. of him than a lot of them. Yeah, I think that's the but, most substantial. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, you're absolutely correct. Uh, Just a weird year. Yeah. Good movie though, um, so it was, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because Murder on the Orient Express is in fact a good movie. Um, I think it's probably one of the better train movies. If I if just if I had to meander about it, um, the whole thing takes place on a train. Here's, what, here's my problem. Okay, with, go ahead, Jack. Yeah, what's your problem with it? Here's my problem with Murder on the Orient Express is I don't feel like the Orient Express is like a character. So you know? I love that you brought mm. that up because I'm like it takes. I actually would argue the exact opposite, right? Because mm-hmm. the entire reason 
like mm. they are all confined to that space is because it's a train, right? Like if it happened at any other setting, one of the murders. Yeah, but it could be any train. Well, no, it, uh, can I? As a, what's as special in, about that train? Well, that's can I say this? Sure. I think the Orient Express is a phrase that probably most people have heard. And I would say at the very least, most of those most of people have heard it because <laughs> there was a murder on it. You know what I mean? Like it is a real train that yeah. actually existed. But at the same time, I feel like most people oh, are aware of sure. it on account of Hercule Poirot solving that very complex mm. murder. Right, so, is that so, how you pronounce it? I've been saying Poirot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It actually is Hercules Poirot. <laughs> No, right. So, yeah, it, it, this is a historical <laughs> fiction that, you know, beautifully encompasses great storytelling and, you know, the confined claustrophobia of a luxury train, which. Now, here's what I would say in response, though, Fred. Okay. We've had about enough of your pussy ass European trains. Try yourself a <laughs> Western train where many men have shot. Missile the size of a freight. Thank you. Yeah. A train the size of a freight train. Absolutely. <laughs> Where, <laughs> what? That's all trains. <laughs> <laughs> where, where men had to shoot each other, and then murder each other to either yeah, get like on in the or train. not get You're on this. Tra- well, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. And some of those men were Christian how, how Bale and also your train ran us away. In 310 to Yuma, Christian Bale. Like 10 minutes, not even. Yeah, no, that that is my weak. That my biggest weakness is that this train is actually not in the movie very often. <laughs> Shows up right at the end. <laughs> Russell Crowe gets on it. And he says the three ten to three twenty. <laughs> oh, it actually is also very late, which is a pretty dramatic point. But yeah, go ahead, Deepak. Fine, talk about the train. Depend the train. No, I did it already. Look, the point. The point I made ten minutes ago stands. It's a it's a it's a real you didn't story. Defend yours. You just attacked yeah, all yeah. of us. Look, it's a real story. It's about real people who did real things. Um, yeah, I mean, and and it's in black and white, and it's a classic. None of you guys have that, so you know, a couple of yours are remakes Wait. of classics. Nice try, whatever. Um, apparently, Jax is stylized. I've never heard of a stylized Wes Anderson movie in my life. I'm I really like that Wes Anderson's movie with uh, Adrian Brody in it. That's a really good one. Um, and and Owen Wilson. When do they ever work together? Yeah. Can I say this? Is Bill yeah. Murray yeah. in this? Or... Hold on. Wait. Hold. Let me. Let, me, let... I don't to, know. to just provide some so. quick sticks. Let me propose that there is a world that exists where one of our four choices gets eliminated and replaced with one of our Mount Rushmore picks. Or it gets replaced with the original. I would say that Deepak's movie should be replaced. Wow. Because out of all of them, I would say that is if we were to pose our list of four movies to the listeners, they would be like, I, you forgot to type one. You just left the train written here, which is clearly not the name of a movie. <laughs> yeah, this is. I'm trying to expand our listeners' clearly minds. A filler. No, I hear you, but I'm trying to win a debate. I could, I could have so. done something like, "Oh yeah, go watch Unstoppable again." Because yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and and what my what my argument suggesting is maybe you should have, and you would have beat the Darjeeling Unlimited. <laughs> See, I didn't realize that this was supposed to be like actually competitive, where we're like giving out money and stuff. I don't know. That's, I don't uh, know if it is or not. I'm trying to decide in real time. Jack, go ahead. Oh, I thought there was money on this. Well, I'm I'm trying. I'm saying we need to decide what our what are we judging on? Is it like which movie has the best train? Is it which is See, the best movie? Olympias didn't come prepared. I'm what's arguing it, that the, the Orient Express is the best train movie. And I think our listeners know that. Yeah. Right? I'm ready. Uh, Fred, I'm ready to go toe to toe with you on this. So here's what I would say. Okay. 310 to Yuma is the best train movie because the train is the goal. Right? Your entire viewing experience you are waiting for these poor sons of bitches to get on the train. And in fact, spoiler alert, when when there's some gun exchange and all of a sudden Russell Crowe is not maybe forced to get on the train and he does anyway, your heart, you know, skips a beat at the at the quantifiable nature of justice. 310 to Yuma is a is is a people, not a place. Nah. nah. Here's the thing. 
I'm going to go on a tangent here for a little bit. Spike Jones made Where the Wild Things Are, that movie. I don't know if you've seen it. It's pretty good. Uh, and people went to it thinking that it's going to be a kid's movie. And he's like, no, nah, man, it's not a kid's movie. It's a movie about being a kid. It's the same thing here. You're either a train movie or you're a movie about a bunch of people trying to get to a train. You're a bunch of people trying to get to a train. Murder on the Orient Express is a train movie. Darjeeling Limited is a train movie. The train is a train movie. 310 to Yuma is a western. It's a cowboy road movie. That's not a train movie. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. A, I think it's a good movie. You know. I, yeah, it's excellent. It's a, it's a fantastic it's just not movie. The, the cast is strong, right? Russell Crowe and Christian Bale are good actors. You know, the cast. Ben is, Foster is, plays a villain with the best of them. I mean, maybe the cast isn't quite as strong as Murder on the Orient Express, but that's okay. You know, not everyone can have that pedigree, but <laughs> it's you know, it, it's a good movie. I think Murder on the Orient Express just happens to be the best train movie because the the entire setting is the train, right? Like that's the thing. the The Orient Express is the train. We all know what's happening on the Orient Express. Everyone is stuck on the Orient Express, and if it didn't happen on a train, it would be a completely different movie. That's why I think that the Orient Express makes such a good character, like as the train is the character, because without that character it's a different movie completely you know can you switch out any one of these particular trains in these movies and have the same movie right like could it be the 316 to yuma and would that matter you know uh sorry i saw the end of 310 to yuma yeah it would have they would have been very much more dead by the time that (laughs) the last 10 movies pardon last 10 minutes of that movie very dramatic it's like you're watching 10 different movies well what I did was <laughs> I had 10 screens and I pushed play once a minute for 10 minutes and I had kind of oh, an out of like sync Yuma experience that best buy grid of TVs kind of way of yeah <laughs> right I think I saw a YouTube video like that Jack walked in and he was like what are you doing oh, I've set off <laughs> Sorry, Fred. It's in 10 seconds away from you. (laughs) (coughs) Sorry, Fred. Did you finish what you were trying to say? Yeah, right. Cut you off like an asshole. I think we're good. I think, you know, my point really is, you know, the Ori Express is the the titular character of the whole thing. And I think that's what makes it the best train movie, you know, and the supporting cast. Right. You know what you're getting. I still feel like your train more than any other could be replaced by any other train. Like which train it is and where it's going is sort of irrelevant to it just being to it taking place on a train. Like in Darjeeling well, Unlimited, I, I, the the train being a train through India is really important. I would say that you know the what I mean? Orient Express is pretty dignified in the pantheon of train names. Unlike... I hear you. I mean, that, that was a real train, also, I believe. Maybe something called the train. That sounds pretty. Wait, which train are we talking you know, about, Riley? Just the train. Right. We've got four different trains here. I don't know which one you mean. <laughs> can't can't stress enough how much you guys suck. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's just the train. <laughs> you guys keep saying the train. Uh, I don't know which one you're talking about. We've each had we listed four trains each in the beginning, and then we each have four more here <laughs> which now. One is like, it, it. Look, it could be anyone. <laughs> There's four trains. So the 310 to Yuma. Can I point out really quickly something that maybe most folks, when they hear that, aren't buttoned up against? Mm-hmm. That's Yuma, the prison. Mm-hmm. Yuma, Arizona, right? Right. That's a cool. That's a cool part of that name. That you right. You hear 310 to Yuma, you might be thinking like, oh yeah, <laughs> sure. sure, to go get that specialty local coffee. No, it's to get hanged. Mm. Yeah, no, uh, right. It's a cool train. Um, I wish I saw more well, of it. But also a cool maybe name for a train because like, it's it's a three ten to death, right? Is what it's called. And and <laughs> if I can, that would be a, a better name. name. I really yeah, like no. that actually. If, <laughs> they could call if it three ten to sodomy, but that wouldn't sell as well, probably. <laughs> the three ten to don't oh. don't uh, uh, stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, one thing that I really like about the ending to the 2000 and let's say 4-6, somewhere in there, uh, 310 to Yuma, is that 7? It's 2007. It's actually the same year as my film. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I really like about the 310 to Yuma is that 
I would say in the last half hour or so, the final act, maybe we can call it, is pretty litigious about its representation of the passage of time. And the idea that like 310 is when the movie ends, there are a lot of shots with clocks in the background that the audience can use to kind of track like where are we in progressive time and how close are we to the finish line. And the idea that the 310 to Yuma represents like the payoff of the movie, I would say is the strongest case that my film has against any of the rest of you guys. Because like the 310 to Yuma is the thing the audience is like biting their nails praying for by the end of my movie, right? Whereas for most of y'all, we've been on the train the whole gosh dang time, right? Whereas my train is the train that is the salvation. And I think that is the See, that just, advantage yeah, of the three times. That's just a, a movie about scheduling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but it's not. Uh, that's very, very rude. You, you're sitting there with outlaws shooting at you. You're piling into the station. You look at the guy. You say, "Where's the three ten to Yuma?" And he goes, "It's late." Hey, man, I've got Nazis on my train. I've got Allied planes trying to shoot my train down because they think it's a Nazi train. That but guy it's should get out of it after his shots being fired. We've all got trains in danger. All right, you're nothing special. Yeah, I mean, so. Fred's train has like, a, like an avalanche. Yeah, Jack's train is not nice in danger. Jack, Jack's train yeah, is because Indian trains are efficient. Indian they run on time. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue that the Orient Express runs on time. Except it, it doesn't count the avalanche, but that's an act of God. You can't, you know, that's not... Well, it does come to a rather significant what God, stop Fred? at the end what of the film. God? <laughs> <laughs> what God would do this? Insurances don't ask. <laughs> That's like, that's like the whole... Okay, can I just... Sorry. I, I, I This is just a me talking to you guys about 310 to Yuma and not any kind of a debate nonsense. Okay. I'm kind of sick of 310 to Yuma. <laughs> I hadn't... It's all part of I had not revisited this movie since it came out in theaters, and I kind of just picked it because there was a point in the deliberation where Fred and I had both picked South Korean sci-fi thrillers. <laughs> And I was like, well, there should at least be one Western <laughs> represented on our best movies. Um, I hadn't watched 310 to Yuma since it was in theaters. And I'll be goddamned if I wasn't blown over by the representation of the relationship between Bale and Russell Crowe. And just kind of like the way that they both had a code they lived by and a way that they like... It was just such great writing, I guess is what I'm trying to say, right? That like by the end of we I was I was mm. doing a lot of Bible jokes, but it's like they actually had like specific Bible passages they would quote on the regular and be like, This is how I live my life. And then by the end of the movie you were like, Oh yeah, no, that's how he lives his life. That makes sense. And it it just it Is this better than the other movie that they did together? The other movie that they did... The one that just came out with Christian Bale and Russell Crowe? Thor. No, well, okay. That is the two of them. Here's the problem, is that I didn't get... Um, I didn't get... What's his name? Gore the God Butcher in the same scene that I got Zeus. Oh, I, I assumed he's a God Butcher. He's going to butcher God. This was, this was my problem with Thor, is we needed more <laughs> God Butchering. But... Hey, guys, 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 it's a train podcast. It's thank you. It's wow, a train podcast. Wow, movie Let's sucked. I'm shot. Stay on the rails <laughs> and go to Frank. <laughs> Tyke is a good director, Diva. No, Fred, talk about trains. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all right. Look, so three of the four of us, I'm sure, have you know a lot of tension in our movie. Where you're not sure, you know, if there's a killer around any corner. Um, I think, you know, in, in <laughs> D-Box's case, nope. all the, the villains are wearing uniforms, so that's convenient. Uh, in Riley's case, they're all outlaws, and that's convenient. In mine, like, convenient. anyone well, guy, could man. be a murderer, right? Or they all could this be murderers. Who knows? I'm actually willing to form, I'm willing to form an alliance against Fred because of this just incredibly transparent lack of awareness about my movie because i would say most most of the killing <laughs> in my film happens by the good guys so deep back of your i mean 
I'm, I'm down to throw Fred off the You've aisle. You've been roasting my train movie the entire time. Fuck hey. your alliance. Wow. <laughs> so, no, that's I'm interesting that you would call them the good guys, Riley. Oh. I mean, like, you know, it sounds like they do an awful lot of killing for good guys. From a certain point of view. From a certain point of view. You didn't kill. You, you guys haven't even seen Obi Wan Kenobi. I can't. I can't engage with you. You're gonna tell me I didn't uh, see Obi Wan Kenobi. You have. have Deepak hasn't. You. You told. We had a whole conversation we about did, this. You yeah. told me what happens. I did. We haven't seen it. You can still tell them. Look, my point is. It sucked. Deepak's movie is called The Train. Wait, which train are we talking about? Because I. It's a good just because I, I I swatted away his olive branch <laughs> with extreme prejudice. I still don't know which train we're talking about. We've got we've got you. four different trains here, and then we each listed another point. four. Fred, your yeah, movie is a remake of a movie that was already based on a book. No, but it I don't has know. Michelle I don't know Pfeiffer. which Orient Express you're talking about either. And it was a real train. Oh, yeah. Your movie is also based on a book, D. Yeah, but it's not a remake of a remake. Yeah, it's I just the one. Page it was now. so bad they didn't decide to take a second pass at it, so he gets. I'll excuse. have you know, and, and I had an, my movie had an Oscar nomination too for writing. Uh, Murder in the Orient so. Express won an Academy Award for Best Actress in Sporting Role. That was the okay, original, so not yours. I didn't specify. Okay, so I think I well think, played I, though. I thought you could sneak that in past the goalie. I know? think it goes: mine movie nominated for two, Fred's movie a remake of a movie that won one, Deepak's movie nominated for one, Jack's movie no affiliation whatsoever. None, no, no nominations no or aspirations whatsoever. Yeah, great. Glad it's just a really stylized movie, I guess. I okay. The Darjeeling Limited does have the very fun idea of it's a, a train movie interrupted, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So I mentioned it earlier because partway through they uh, they ditch the train. <laughs> and also, Deepak, I mean, you you joke, but you're not wrong that you know there is a healthy contingent of movies that are thought of as quote-unquote train movies that are really just like movies that take place in India. I would say Darjeeling Limited is probably a train movie, but... Lion. Slumdog Millionaire. I was going to... Do you want to take any time to just talk about the idea of Indian representation in train films? No. I mean, there are at least those three big ones. Like Slumdog Millionaire, there's a pretty big part of it on a train. Lion, if you guys haven't seen it, the whole central premise of it is that he is uh, the main character was separated from his family because he was left on a train that was like decommissioned and was being transported across the country to be worked on. Um, so that's really as far as I think he gets on a train. But um, yeah, no, there's a lot of I can't remember if Darjeeling did actually. It's been a while, but I, I know I know what you mean as far as it being interrupted because there are several stops along the way where they they meet like their mother at one point they meet Irfan Khan at one point uh, yeah well eventually they get kicked off the train because of causing a like a scene the train's lost uh, and then they have to carry around their dad's luggage all the time it's great doesn't he bang them when but up until the then it's pretty yes yes he does nice that's Jack I actually really do like Wes Anderson visuals. No, I, th- I would say I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident calling it a train movie. Like, I, I think the whole whole thing is m- meant to take place on the train until it gets sort of ruined in that way. Uh, and I, I think it's a substantial enough part of the uh, overall story. Like Fred said, I don't think you could have the same movie not take place on a train. And they're telling you ahead of time, because it's Darjeeling Limited, they're only going to spend a limited amount of time on the train. It's true, it is limited. Is it really a train movie if your plot doesn't get derailed? I am looking at how much time we have left, and I'm considering how long we wanted to spend on this, and I think I have come up with a fun way for this episode to end. I think we've run out of track on this. Not quite. Actually, here's, what's a really here's, good train scene? Sorry, can I add one to the Mount Rushmore conversation? Well, hold on. You can in just a second. All right. Here's what I've landed on. 
I think that the final vote comes down to the following. The train, the Darjeeling Limited, then either Fred or I's pick, and then the group Mount Rushmore pick. So, Jack and Deepak, I think you guys get to ask questions of Fred and I for, let's say, the next five minutes until you guys agree on either Murder on the Orient Express or... You good, Jack? Okay, he's, I just just, wanted... he's really sweating this decision. That's what no, I, I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, that's high Fair stress. It's, it's It's... Big money, no whammies. So we're choosing between Fred's pick and your pick for that fourth spot on the Mount Rushmore. You're, you're picking, yeah, but you're picking between our spots for the third slot, and then the the Mount Rushmore favorite will be the we have fourth. To pick one of the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, right. We'll all agree yeah. on a Mount Rushmore pick to fill the yeah, fourth. Yeah, it sounds like you and Jack are doing a cross examination deepak. So yeah, pretty much because you guys, I think, have the have the two most unique slots. Fred and I both have remakes, right, uh, of... Oh, violent uh, yeah. train movies, yeah, whatever. Yeah, precisely. Historical train movies. Well, I mean, one of us is more violent than the other. No. I think... I mean, it's not a cross-examination. I'll just wax poetic because I like both movies. Um, I... Oh, man. I think I'm going to go with Murder on the Orient Express because I find it to be more of a train movie. Um but I will say that I think 310 to Yuma is probably the better overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but just just for the the general ethos of the conversation we're having today, I will go with Murder on the Orient Express 2017, oh. starring Ray from Star Wars. It's gotta be it's gotta be something you and Jack land on, Jack. That's the title Jack, of Jack. Where film. are you at? Are you agreeing with Deepak, or you may be on the Orient Express side? I'm, I'm afraid I, I think I'm going to oh, have no. to. I did almost take Murder on the Orient Express myself. Oh, boy. And, uh, Attention. I'm not sure I've been convinced that, despite the cool name, I'm not sure I've been convinced the, yours is really a train movie. Yuma. Oh, my goodness. All right. Now that, now that I've securely won the spot, I do want to point out that Riley and I kept picking the same train movies over it was and over pretty, again. It was pretty rude, Until actually. Riley reminded me the Orient Express existed. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to steal that one. <laughs> yeah, I actually texted Fred, and I said, hey, I know you keep trying to steal my movies, but... Jack's. I said what there I said was, was Jack's not doing Orient Express, so you can probably get it if you want. Yeah. Fred was like, "Yeah, yeah. thanks." Okay, so our final. <laughs> he goes, I, I think I'm going to do a Western. I go, "Oh, you mean three ten to Yuma?" Yeah, which was, I mean, should have been picked, but it's all right. Our three of our final four are Murder on the Orient Express, The Train, and The Darjeeling Limited. Now, guys, all we have to do is pick. One from our Mount Rushmores. Okay, I just I want to add one I didn't more say into this the before. mix that I totally forgot about yep. that none of us mentioned. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Right. I wanted to find a train from, like, New York because I live there now and it's, all, it's such a train-ish city. Um, and I couldn't think of one and I couldn't think of one and Google for some reason wasn't working. And the then it just occurred city. to me, Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man 2 is, yeah. Definitely oh. worth being in the conversation. Yeah. Just just that the train from yeah. that scene and the, the the fight scene is amazing and then he has to hold the whole thing back with all the webs and then his mask comes off and they pass him around like Jesus and it's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hear you. Okay, so just just to revamp, mine were the Hogwarts Express, the North by Northwest sex train. Thomas the Tank Engine and the Time Traveling Train from Back to the Future Part 3. I know that uh, at least Thomas and the Polar Express, I think, were shared. Yeah. But also... The Hogwarts, the Hogwarts Express. Express. Shared. Thank you, Jack. Starlight Express. But also... Which is what I was going to say, because I, I don't mean to throw too much shade, but I, I really find uh, that movie very unsettling. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure if I want the Polar Express on that. Yeah. Oh, because of the dead-eyed computer people? <laughs> yeah, do they come with the train? I guess if it's just the train, the it might be The only movie okay. they show on it is Beowulf. More dead-eyed computer oh, people. Shit. <laughs> uh, did anybody have... I know that 
Did anybody else have Thomas? Jack, I thought you had Thomas. Jack had Thomas. Yes, I, I was the one Tom who shared T. both of yours. Yeah. I had Little Engine that could. Mm-hmm. I had po- Which is very yeah. similar. Yeah. But I think, you know, more resilient. Um, I had Polar Express, um, Armored Train from GoldenEye, and Unstoppable. And Deepak, what were yours? Um, I'm going to replace the Rick and Morty train with Spider-Man 2 now. Okay. And then I had the Solo Coaxium train. I had You Only Live Twice, Tiger Tanaka train. And then I had the Chaya Chaya train with a dance on it. All right. Everybody, just really quickly, figure out which one sparks the most joy for you. Three, two, one. Hogwarts Thomas Express. Hogwarts. way to measure this next time but until then you guys can visit let's let's make a final decision here nihf.com slash best train or any of that other shit we said earlier in the episode i'll I'll make all the links go to the same place hashtag figure your shit out uh to vote for your favorite train in the movies and also thank you so much for listening Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening, because as of last week, you can be getting this in the Google Play Store, you can be getting this in uh, Apple Podcasts, you can be getting this anywhere, but you can only vote on NIHF.com. Thank you for listening. Please remember to rate and review, subscribe wherever you're listening. Uh, Please remember to follow us on social media at NerdEarFirst on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, thank you to Wiki Rascals for all the artwork. And.